welcome to Ninjas vs. Podcast, that podcast where once a week we answer that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a chestnut appreciation podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday of this podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan, the uh, calendar man of this broad, uh, podcast. <laughs> I am your pre-host, Kevin, and I am your Batman's inner demons and lack of self-confidence of this podcast. (laughs) The the greatest villain of them them all. all. The only one that could ever possibly defeat Batman. Oh, it's true. Not Superman, though. Except for Bane, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. That's going to happen. Yeah. He's going to break his back. He's going to snap that spine, yo. Are we talking anyway? Bane, uh, like nineteen nineties Bane, or Bane Dark Knight Rising Bane? Uh, Who's well, the nineties Bane? Nineties, nineties. Oh, if Bane. we're talking nineties comic book Bane, it's probably going to be very similar to the Dark Knight Rising one. But if you're talking about uh, Batman and Robin Bane, then yeah, <laughs> that's the one. No, Batman and Robin Bane is. You know, we should probably take a sharp left turn out of this because we are rapidly becoming more and more a Batman and Jurassic Park podcast. Hey, hey, forgetting Harry there Potter. There are some things that matter in life that. more than other. Um, but what we do on this show is once a week we take questions submitted by you, the listener, and we argue them out here on the show versus type questions and would you rather type questions. And so without further ado, why don't we just go ahead and jump right into our first topic. This first question comes from Amy. Thank you, Amy, who would like to know would you rather live in a world with only peanut butter or only jelly, i.e. a PB&J does not exist? Oh, man. This is like if the Civil War, if the North was, lost the Civil War, this would be what happened. It, wasn't this actually the plot of uh, Joseph Heller's <laughs> Catch-22? <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, and, yeah, as, and, well as, as well as that classic novel, Fahrenheit PB&J. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, every dystopian novel ever written was about a world, presupposing a world in which those two could not coexist. Because everybody knows that Marxists love jelly. Oh, you see, the thing is, you've got to consider the repercussions. It's not just PB&J. If you say no peanut butter, you're cutting out Reese's Cups. You're cutting out... Other things You're that have out peanut butter in them. One of my favorite breakfast treats, which is if cereal nutter butters. <laughs> I just love slamming nutter butters. Like there's no tomorrow, and there won't be if there's no peanut butter for that. Um, no, I love if you want to spice up your uh, your cereal in the morning. You want a little more protein? Just toss some peanut butter in that mix. Mm-hmm. Just slather some peanut butter on those cereal. Make them cereal chunks. Dump some milk in there. And you got, so you got or yourself. just have Reese's for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, Reese's Puffs, awesome cereal. I remember, I'm sure all three of us remember our college days. Whenever Reese's Puffs were in stock in the cafeteria, they would be gone within like 30 oh, minutes. Oh, yeah. I think Tyler's still oh, in man. those days. Uh, except they've cut out the Puffs. What? They got rid of chicken patties. They got rid of Puffs. So they, they, just, rid of... they just have Reese's Cups in a big cereal thing that you Ooh. just spoon out into bowls. It's Yeah, uh, they're so melty. It's very, oh, very hard to manage. You have terrible. to refreeze them. 
Um, and they also recently got rid of riblets, which I'm fine with. That's probably uh, a good thing. That's probably good for, it's okay. for they'll, everyone. They'll, they'll go the way of McDonald's and bring it back in six months. We're bringing back the riblets. Yeah. We're, we're bringing back childhood obesity. <laughs> Woo. All right. Well, back uh, on topic. Uh, I'm going to go. I want peanut butter because I love me some PB&J and jelly's pretty good. But if I still have peanut butter, I can always make peanut butter and fluff. Well, not to mention here the deal. Um, a point of point of note: jelly may be gone, but I don't believe jam would be gone or preserves. Nah, uh, I think we have to. That's, that was a pretty, that was a pretty jelly, strong negative reaction. Jelly includes jelly includes jam, preserves, and marmalade. Whoa! Well, oh shoot! Wait a minute. That means there's no lady marmalade either. Oh, well, that's a good. That's a world I want to live in. Oh shoot! As yeah. you see, my thing is, as much as I love peanut butter, you can make you know peanut butter. You can have Nutella. You can have peanut butter substitutes. Yeah. Whereas without jelly, like you're never gonna get up in the morning. You know, have biscuits with butter and jelly. Who does like, that? What? Uh, Who has time for, for that? The duration of my natural life. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm sorry for spitting toast on your family and jelly. To- toast and jelly. Yeah, but Delicious. I, I feel like jelly. Is uh, just... jelly, <clears throat> jelly-filled donut. Jelly-filled. Hey, donut. You know what's Boston better cream. than all those Done. things you just listed? Oh, how about toast and peanut butter? How about peanut butter-filled Ooh, so donut? Good. How about peanut butter? <laughs> Everything you just said. Take out the jelly and put peanut butter in, and oh, tell me you, it would not be better. I want a peanut butter donut right now. They're so good. Do you also? Do you also want? A heart attack as well as diabetes. Uh, no, that's what you no. I want protein, man. I want protein. Thank you. Yeah, jelly, mostly sugar. It's. I mean, there's not a lot of nutritional value to jelly. Peanut butter, you got that protein. Mm. Hey, hey, guys. Guess guess who I am right now? Uh, I don't want you to have the building blocks of life. Um, I'm Tyler because I don't want peanut butter. Speaking of protein. Did you know that peanut butter has the largest acceptable amount of bug parts in it, as prescribed by the FDA? Oh, Extra protein, man. Extra protein. Yeah. Plus, that's yeah. That's a moot point. You're just chowing down on spider bites. No, but that's a moot point because uh, milk has you know dozens of gallons of milk pus in it, uh, of cow pus in it, and that's fine because I will never stop drinking milk. Um. So is that the scientific I, you know, name for it? Cow pus. Cow cow pus. No, it is here. I will find you an article about the acceptable limits of cow pus and milk. <laughs> oh God. Uh, you know, we we already avoided a Batman podcast. I don't think the uh, the alternative is to turn it it's into a, a cow pus podcast. Uh, this is a public service. <laughs> I am doing the public an aware service. an awareness broadcast. Right. The more you know about. We're in the pus. middle of our fun drive to put an end to cow pus. <laughs> to cow pus. Uh, Death to the cow. We we can stamp it out by 2015 with your help. There's just mad cow pus everywhere. And if you donate now, you can get a tote bag made entirely of cow pus. Oh gosh! So phone in. Um. Um. So- another advantage of jellies and jams is that. After you eat peanut butter, you just kind of have a little plastic container that you can never fully all get all the peanut butter out of. Whereas after you're done with jelly, you wash that glass jar out and you got yourself a nice little drinking jar. And if you're lucky, you got some of the schmuckers with the, you know, mural of a manatee on it or something <laughs> great like that. Tyler, I, 
I feel like we're living vastly different lives. You're drinking out of jars and making biscuits and jam. We gotta remember, Tyler is simple mountain folk. And <laughs> I am simple mountain folk. And I am the culmination of all their... He is the closest of one of, of the three simplicity. of us to West Virginia. So. I mean, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that most people are not drinking out of jars. I'm just gonna say that. That's... that's uh, most people haven't lived. That's also another... Another huge bonus for peanut butter, and if you lost peanut butter, it'd be very difficult to replace. Uh, peanut butter is wonderful for uh, those of you who have uh, pet dogs to grab a dollop of peanut butter on your finger, get them to open their mouth, stick it on the roof of their mouth, and it will provide like five solid minutes of hilarious enjoyment for you as they try and get the peanut butter off of the roof. So if of their you mouth. like animal cruelty... Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, not butter. cruelty, because the dog, A, the dog loves the peanut butter. So, win for the dog. And B, you love watching the dog look like an idiot. So, it's win-win. Everyone's happy. Yeah, plus, um, without peanut butter, how are you going to make it look like in movies and TV shows that horses are talking without peanut butter on their gums? Uh, the answer is you're not. Yeah. You're going to deprive us of Mr. Ed? Is that how yeah. they did it? Is yeah. that the secret of Mr. Ed? Yeah, that's... Is that the secret of War Horse? That is... <laughs> the, no, the secret of War Horse is Steven Spielberg, but... The secret of Mr. Ed is yes, they put gum or they put yeah, they put gums on his peanut butter. They mutilated thousands of mouths. Uh, now they put peanut butter on his gums, and then he would just flap around trying to get it off. And then you got and then you got comedy. So, oh, say goodbye to that. Say goodbye to a national joy. You know, a horse is a horse, of course, of course, unless of course. Plus, I, like. Peanut butter and ice cream, so good. Jelly and ice cream, you're drunk. Yeah. That's just, that's what happened. <laughs> I'm going to put jelly with this ice cream. Whoa, guy. You have had way too much, and we need to cut you off right now. Plus, I keys. mean, if, if your argument is that, well, jelly comes from fruit and fruit is good, peanut butter is an ideal fruit dip. You get, slice up them apples. Dip oh, them in the that banana? Peanut butter. peanut butter and banana? Come on, man. Peanut butter That's and a good point. There are there are a ton of dipping possibilities for peanut butter. Whereas with jelly, it's you you stick a pretzel in there and it just gets Not gross. to mention, um, Tyler, I think that you might be racist supporting jelly because may we not forget that George, George Washington, Washington Carver, Carver, one of the greatest African American innovator, invented the peanut. And therefore, peanut butter. Mm. Uh, you know who came up Good with? Point. You know who came up with jelly? A bunch of a bunch of rich wasps, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. Herr Schmucker did. I'm pretty sure they're from Germany. So I mean, could have been a Nazi. I don't know. Maybe we don't know. I'm not willing to make that. I'm not willing to look that up. Favorite rap line of all time: DJ Jazzy Jeff. Just call me George Washington Carver, because I'm about to go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> See? And you wouldn't uh, have that line. That's that's a great point. So, Jordan, your final verdict on this subject. I am your peanutty buddy. Kevin? Butter me up with that peanut. And I would love it if you give me a Nutter Butter peanut butter peanut butter cookie. So, Amy, next time you are out at the grocer's, then go ahead and ask for some of that sweet, sweet peanut butter. And uh, forget about the jelly because you live in a dystopian future where it no longer exists. That's right. Big, big Brother is watching you eat that jelly. Up next, we have a question from longtime listener, 
first-time suggester, Sam Oxland, who not only did he uh, preemptively uh, volunteer his listening and suggesting status uh, before we published last episode, but also he would like to say that, haha, love you guys. Kef is deaf the awesomest, though. <laughs> so um, I, I will take that. I will absolutely take that. Uh, wait, unless he was talking about Kef, who is my alter Kef? ego. Did Kef? you say Kef or Kev? No, Kevin is deaf. Oh, 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 okay. Like, I thought you said Like Kef. Def Jam. And Def Jam. there is some man named Kef Kefka. out there, and I've got to, yeah. Kefka is poisoning so many rivers, and i got to go take him down. There can only be one. <laughs> so, he wants to know, who would you rather run into in a drug deal gone wrong? Mark Scarface Wahlberg? Scarface or The Godfather? Oh, oh. Wait, so by the Godfather, are we referring to Michael, or are we referring to... Uh, are we referring to Michael Chiklis or Marlon Brando? No, Michael Corleone or, you know, the Don, the original Godfather, the one from the first Mar- movie. Marlon Brando. Yes, Marlon Brando. I'd say... I feel like, I'd say, I feel like he's intending Michael. I don't know. I feel I, like yeah, it's I the original know. Godfather yeah. and not Michael Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, well, first of all, I mean, like, well, let's argue. Let's argue the Godfather archetype against the Scarface archetype. I, I don't think there's Spanning a Scarface movies. archetype. There's just one Scarface, and he made one movie. And if we do <laughs> Michael versus Scarface, then we're dealing with both Al Pacino, so it makes a level playing field. All right, go for it. That's it is it's Michael, like, which would you rather Michael run into, Al Pacino or another Al Pacino? Well, they're different characters. Oh, yeah. I got some drugs. Hey, Kevin, they're different characters. One has a scar on his face. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Um, I, I will, I will go ahead and admit that I'm the worst viewer of films, and I have seen neither. Oh, so my impression of both is, uh. Dude with a bunch of cocaine yelling uh, something about his little friend. Say hello know, to my little friend. friend. There you go. <laughs> or some fat dude with a cat saying, I'm going to make you an offer. Well, that, that's the thing. I think if you go on even just those two statements alone, one is a threat to shoot you. The other is a business proposition. So I feel like I would rather run into the Godfather for that, and also, if it was a drug deal gone bad, I'm very confident that I could outrun The Godfather. I could probably <laughs> not outrun a coked up Al Pacino. Well, Just Kevin, saying. here's the thing, though the the offer that you can't refuse. Uh, have you seen the movie The Godfather, Kevin? Uh, yeah, it's isn't it isn't it to to uh, you know it's some sort of fruit venture? Go right? to his no, daughter's no, birthday that's, party. That's yeah. The the offer that couldn't be refused was. Uh, this movie producer, who also happened to love thoroughbred horses, uh, was refusing the offer. So the Godfather went ahead and uh, took his prize horse, chopped off its head, and put it in the movie producer's bed. So uh, it's a little—it's a little more shock and awe than just, "Hey, I've got a gun here." Well, still, he didn't kill the guy; he killed his horse. So yeah, but I, that, the implication. The implication was there that, you know, I can do this to your horse and I can also do it to you if I really See, but I don't think you can make that logical jump. I think 
perhaps the Godfather just meant, hey, I can kill horses and I'll do it. I will kill a horse every day that you don't sign this deal. I and I know that your horse-loving conscience will not. The thing is, though, the thing is, though, Scarface is mentally unstable. He is doing mountains upon mountains of cocaine and waving a machine gun around. That does make it Whereas fast. the Godfather, the Godfather, he is a businessman. Yeah, he's and- a smart guy. He's not. He, if you, you know, if you accept that offer then he's going to honor it. He's the kind of guy who gives you one request upon his daughter's birthday party, whereas no, Scarface wedding, wedding. is giving you zero requests upon his daughter's wedding day party. Yeah. Uh, um, and Scarface? Birthday wedding. He's got a mean-looking face, doesn't have that many friends. The Godfather has the whole family. Like, Plus, he's got the family backing him up. The Godfather's hilarious. Did you see that scene where he puts the orange in his mouth? How uproarious like a, a young Buster Keaton in his time. <laughs> Wonderful. I, you know, that's the kind of man that I want to be involved in a drug deal with. You know, it's like everyone's very tense. He knows it. And he's going to lighten the mood a little. Maybe he's going to make a fart noise in his armpit. I don't know, but I know it's going to be funny. Classic Godfather. No matter everyone wants him to be the uh, surrogate father of their children. Yeah. I just, I think it's a hands down, you know, straight shot for Godfather. Plus, I mean, because the Godfather is a fa- he is a family man, right? Whereas Scarface is just, you know, a, a cracked out crazy dude. Yeah, and I feel like when people, when when like rappers say that they love Scarface so much, I'm pretty sure they didn't see the end of the movie where he's brutally murdered. Because because I don't think that would be like your you know, your your uh, your hero or your idol if like, oh, I want to emulate this guy's life and and die in a pile of bloody coke. It's true. Really the ideal is you wanna emulate the godfather's life who lives a boss criminal life, gets shot up but survives, and then you can right. rap about surviving. It worked for Fiddy. So Also I wanna point out that <laughs> And it did work for Tupac. He's alive. He's still um, alive, man. I want to point out that... Don't say Tupac in the mirror three times, he'll, he'll appear. <laughs> or on the backstage of Macbeth. I want to point out that uh, if you were running into these guys in the coke deal gone wrong, you'd also be running into the music that uh, accompanies them. Now, if you're going to run into the Godfather, you're going to get that, that sweet, sweet, soulful Godfather love theme. I could die in your arms tonight. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> if you run into Scarface, you're going to get Push It to the Limit, which is a terrible 80s rock song. And it's just, you don't want that. I don't think there's such a thing as a terrible 80s rock song. Wait, who, who sang Push It to the Limit? Uh, let's see. Some guy named Paul Engeman. Uh, okay. That's not even... Nice. I, I, I wanted I, I could have sworn it was Kenny Loggins because it sounds like a Kenny I, that's Loggins what I was going to say that. And I was going to say, say that was actually a point. There's a Kenny Loggins-esque rock ballad if you're Ooh, on the Scarface point, side. That's a point for Scarface, mm. though. Because, I mean, because if you get hooked up with that, then you are one step away from Highway to the Danger Zone. That's and I think true. that's where we all want to be. Well, if That's you're pushing it to the limit, you're probably on the highway to the danger zone. So That's true. 
You That's are at one step away from <laughs> you, volley, beach volleyball at all times. You are on the on-ramp to the highway to the danger zone. So, Jordan, your final decision? Um, I'd run in, I want to run to the Godfather because, as you mentioned, uh, Scarface is on coke. And uh, the Godfather, he, he is a respectful man. He might kill you if uh, your interests uh, do not... Do not mesh with his own business interests, but I mean he's a fair dude. So also, Kegel. also he wouldn't be involved in a coke deal done gone wrong because he got he got shot because he didn't want to go into drugs in the first. Yeah, place. I was going to mention that, but I thought yeah, it was too point. I thought it was too esoteric. But um, I guess that's probably not true of anything about the Godfather because most people. But if you were in a drug deal, done well, that would mean Godfather would be on wrong. my side. Well, unless I am the drug dealer. Well, All right. I, that's the thing. I, I, I got to go Godfather because he is a stand-up comedian like me. Yeah. He's a king of comedy. Got it. He's one of the original. Got to take care of your own. He's one of the original kings of comedy. It was Cedric the Entertainer and the Godfather. Karl Marx <laughs> or Groucho Marx. Karl Marx, Groucho <laughs> Marx, Cedric the Entertainer, and the Godfather are the original kings of comedy. Uh, so I will go ahead and jump on the Godfather train because in my limited, limited knowledge of these movies, I, I do know that Scarface is just real, real crazy. Sam, thank you so much for the question. Keep spreading the show. And if you got to get in a drug deal, which you shouldn't, please, Sam, please, don't. please, unless, not, please, this unless, wait, unless you're a pharmacist and you're yeah. a drug deal is you're giving someone a prescription. In all honesty, though, like, look around you. All of your friends are here. This is an intervention. Uh, you gotta, you gotta lay off the smack, man. Yeah. We we care about you. Although, if it makes this show funnier, keep at it. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if I could get behind that last statement. Uh so Kevin, something very, very important is going on this weekend. Do you is, know what it is? Is it the springtime? Be close. What happens in the springtime? Oh, um, I, I, I'm in an awkward phase where I can't quite wear je- or shorts, but um, I, I can't wear jeans either. They're so constricted. So I, I, have, I have to wear jorts or jeggings. Is that it? Has more to do with pigskins and goalposts. Oh, right. <laughs> it's the annual pig toss down at, uh, at Wheeling, West Virginia. That's right. It's it's that time again, listener. That time we break out that superb owl and just admire it for everything that it is and everything that it can be. It's Super Bowl time. Uh, and, commitment. Football. 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 So I think I think it would be a shame if we didn't take advantage of this opportunity and argue for for the first and last time. <laughs> Giants versus Patriots. Well, who would win? Um, Giants are very large. Well, Giants. Mm, Giants have the size thing going on. Here's the deal, though. <laughs> when the chips were down, um, Giants. You know, they bet it big time against the the Olympian gods, and they lost. Dog, they choked mm. at the last second. No, you're they thinking of the Titans. Thing. They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, you're thinking of the Titans. That's completely. Uh, they didn't shoes. make the playoffs, man. <laughs> Uh, uh, but there's well, there's point. precedent <laughs> for Giants losing to Patriots. 
Uh, I think we could consider uh, the biblical character of David to be a patriot for... Yeah, he uh, loved America. Mm. Yeah, he, he was, was, he was a true-blooded American, came yeah. out of the... He was a cowboy growing up, uh, learned... Rode through the town ringing that bell. Rode through the town the ringing bells. Coming. He was a straight shot with a six-shooter. And man, was he ever the best patriot. And when them giants came over with the Nazis from Germany and... Paul Bunyan was there. He was just swinging his axe and Wait, going after David. Jordan, you're mixing a metaphor. Paul Bunyan is America as well. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, Goliath. I, I, okay. That's a little Goliath better. storms onto the shores of America out for blood, and our, our, our patriot our patriot David pulls out his 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 six shooter. Aims squarely at the head, the forehead of Goliath, and says, "Not today, pal!" And pulls off a, like seven rounds into his forehead and instantly kills the giant. <laughs> your, from, your face is about to be red, his, white, and blue. Se- yeah, exactly. <laughs> seven rounds from his six shooter. Uh. Um, although, going off of that, there there is precedent for patriots beating giants. Let's see. Let's look at Gulliver's Travels. Them, them, them patriotic little folk locked down Gulliver. Beat up Jack Black like it was their job. Vladimir Putin's. Um, Yeah. But on the flip side, though. You know, how many, how many movies have we seen where like a Smurf takes down a giant sized person? Like Smurfs versus Gargamel. Or the borrowers. They're always taking him to town. (laughs) But also, you gotta remember, Gulliver. Was a giant exactly. in one world, but he was tiny in the other, and he was worthless when he was tiny in the giant's world. So I just think Gulliver in general, Gulliver in general, is just a worthless piece of man. Like I-, I don't think he can represent giants at all. Yeah, and I think you know there are some. Well, let's look. There's some pretty rocking giants out there. Uh, you know the the uh, superhero Apache Chief, who can sh- at a moment's notice become a giant. Does. Does Shaquille O'Neal qualify as a giant? Um, they might be giants. Ah, true. <laughs> Zing! Hipster music pun. Ah, particle man, particle man. Uh, so, see, if we look, we if we look at the hairiest of Potters, though, if that tells us anything, it's that giants are soups dumb. Like, like, yeah, maybe they're maybe they're big and burly, but they have the intelligence of a of a, of a baby. Yeah, Rubus Hagrid baby. was pretty dumb. Well, he did have Rube. In like his the name. bigger, <laughs> the you Rube, <laughs> Rubus. And that was from an era when it wasn't cool to have Rube in your name. Unlike the early 1910s and 20s, when if you were a pitcher named Rube, you were automatically awesome. <laughs> of course, we all knew that. Yep. So somebody's jumping. watching Ken Burns baseball. That's me. <laughs> Ken, this is Ken Burns, and today we'll be learning the history of giants. Ken and Burns doesn't today, narrate his own I stuff. I mean, today, <laughs> tomorrow, and twelve years into the future. Those documentaries are subtitled. Those documentaries are very long. But hold on, hold on. I mean, we we talked about Patriot David. You know. Given given Goliath the one four for America, uh, but we also got to remember that one man's patriot is another man's freedom fighter, and one man's freedom fighter is another man's terrorist. 
So, you know, I mean, as much as we love patriots, patriots can also be, you know, profoundly un-American if they happen to be terrorists. I don't know if I can side with mm, terrorists. That's a good point. And if we're speaking in football terms, you know, the the Patriots are only really good if they can, like, swarm and overrun the Giants. But if you've got, what, 11 on 11, then it's going to be a little bit harder. 7 well, plus, on 7? Yeah, but a football field is so 12? limited in size. If you have 11 Giants on that field, and there's it's just one tiny football for them, it's it's hard to throw an accurate spiral if your hand is, like... They- you know, yeah, but they yards. don't need to. They take two steps into the end zone and they toss it the lightest of tosses into the other giant's hands, and that's a touchdown. But they're too dumb to understand what's going on. Chances are they're going to be BFG type giants, and they're going to be, you know, just browsing. They're on the, the sidelines, you know, nibbling, nibbling on them human pickles. beings. Well, okay, so are we to are we to understand that the rules were not explained to them, or that they didn't understand the rules? I think no matter how much you explain the rules, they're not going to be able to get it because their their brains are the size of a you know, football. Tyler, Giants are problem with too. Giants is that's a real racist thing to say. I'm just problem is Giants have have human sized brains. But giant-sized bodies. Also, I believe small I believe giants as a term is politically incorrect. I think we are supposed to be calling them big people. Yeah, I I just I don't know. I feel like if if one of the patriots though, you know, kind of like stubbed one of the giants' toes, then they're all going to get behind that. They're all going to be pissed, and they're all going to be like, "All right, we're taking these dudes down," and then they just kill all of them by stepping on them. And then the game's kind of over by default. Yeah, but what if the Patriots are 11 Mel Gibsons from the movie The Patriot? Mm. Like, uh, they have they have guerrilla warfare tactics. They're probably setting up, like, Or even, trip even wires one on Mel Gibson and 10 of his sons hiding behind trees. That's true. Like, mean, that's, that's pretty so they're just This hypothetical the football field is perfect for guerrilla warfare, and our Patriots are just entrenched. On the twenty yard line, they are not going to let those giants cross over into the into the end zone without putting like a dozen bullets into his left kneecap. So I think he's. See, in but trouble. that's the thing. What like how how are you going to take down these giants? You're going to have to do kind of a you know Star Wars ATAT strategy. You're going to need to run around them really fast with cords, and that's just I'm, you're gonna you're gonna need to have a whole bunch of logs set up beforehand and time it just right so they come and smash in there. Yeah, they are gonna, well need, entrenched up in those hills. Yeah, but you're still going to need an army of Muppets to help you out. Like, and they don't have that. Mm. Or even just midgets. I think, I think the the Ewoks qualified as Patriots as well. They were defending their home planet or moon of Endor. So uh, they were they were defending their god, their golden god C three PO, because they were dumb as rocks. As Patriots. As Patriots. <laughs> um. Yeah, I so, just I'm I am not Jordan. Sold. In this weekend's big game, who reigns supreme? Who's gonna get? That golden egg. Tom Brady. Who is a... Patriot. Uh, Because I love America, and Patriots are loosely affiliated with America. Um, I I gotta go Giants, because if they pull together for even 30 seconds to do something worthwhile, they're gonna win. And I will say... 
Patriots because they're going to climb up that beanstalk, they're going to grab that golden egg, and they're just going to shimmy on back down to their farm and live a happy life with their mother and milk cow. So Was that the plot to Shadow of the Colossus? Yes. Now that, that, was, was... that was Kazam. Ah, Shazam. Uh, yeah. Right. So, listeners, if you're the betting type, go ahead and put your money on them patriots. Tom Brady. Just all of it. All of it. At least all of it. At least all of your money. Up next, we have a question from Sean, who says that he is a first-time listener and first-time asker, and has a question that is very near and dear to his heart. Thin crust pizza versus deep dish pizza, which he has, which he has stated that deep dish also includes like thick crust, stuffed crust type pizza. That's really can't we, tough. Can't we have both? It's pizza. I can't argue no. against one. No, we can't. I can't argue against pizza. I mean, it's true. I know I, I we love all pizza love in pizza, all forms. pizza here. You know, it's just like, it's so... This was like when we did cold pizza versus hot pizza. It was like, you know, I'll eat it anyway. It's still pizza. I love pizza. Well, and, and here's the here's the deal, too. Um, I Therein lies the rub. I mean, I... Spoiler I I live in New York um, City and the state by, by, <laughs> by default. Um, so... You know, thin crust is like it's everywhere. I'm gonna, I, I eat it. I'm gonna eat it tomorrow if I feel like it, because I do what I want. I'm a senior in high school, and I'm gonna do what I want. Um, but so, <laughs> so like, I, so <laughs> I'm not going to chemistry. Screw that. I'm getting thin crust pizza. Um, so, so it's, I mean, it's always there for me. Whereas thin crust pizza or what thick crust pizza, deep dish. I gotta go all the way to Chicago or the suburbs of Chicago to do that. Like Or DiGiorno. Yeah, but that's not you I don't just, think you could that's not real. Uh maybe. Is it I mean, DiGiorno? It, I always thought it was just delivery. Oh, oh classic yeah, beginner's error. Yeah, it is DiGiorno. Oh. I yeah, that's sorry, man. An argument for another time. <laughs> delivery um, versus DiGiorno. Um So 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 like for- Well let me help you let me help you out here, Kevin. Okay. Let me help you out. Go. Some pros some pros and cons of each. Pros before hoes. Thin crust <laughs> thin cut thin crust. It's gonna be rhyming. You can, oh no, you it's can pros. Fold it. My bad. <laughs> you can, oh gosh. This is you can you can fold the thin crust pizza. And I do. Which which you can get that nice big piece and then kind of fold it, you know, almost sandwich style. Yeah, and all that all but, that grease just runs straight into your mouth. It's a delicious cornucopia of flavors. But the thick crust and deep dish, one, you get more bang for your buck. You've got more more bread See? and some of that sweet, sweet crust, which has room for stuffing inside the crust. Plus, there's more like because there's more girth to it, it can support more toppings. If you put too many toppings on a thin crust pizza, you're going to pick it up and it's just going to like flop and fall all down on the floor. But but here's the thing. You're, I think that you're tricking yourself if you think that you get more with a thick crust pizza because you are going to be able to eat less. Like if you get a deep dish pizza, like you, there's no way you're eating two pieces of that. Maybe if you just went on a hunger fast and, but- you know – 
or a juice fast. But Kevin, maybe if you're playing them hungry. Kevin, maybe. that gives me that gives me leftover pizza, which is well, that, also wonderful. Yeah, that is good. I was just saying, Tyler. I, I think that I think that that's a non-point. Oh. But I but that is a good point. Leftover pizza is one of the greatest joys in life. Um, hey, what am I going to have? I'm going to have this thing that was awesome yesterday and is going to be even the best maybe even part better of today. Waking up is cold pizza this, in my stomach. Is pizza in your cup? Just pour it right into that mug and sip it. Adam Lover is rolling over in his grave right now. Adam Lover, the inventor promo- of pizza, promoting uh, our promoting of cold pizza. Um, so good, so good. Um, so I don't know. So because of my, you know, my life situation, I think I would go deep dish just because it's so special and so delicious. And and I, I think that there is another point. It's like a treat yeah. because you can't get it all It's the like time. a treat. It's like dessert. I'm going to go get some thin crust pizza. And In for fact, dessert, I'm going to have some deep dish. It's very much like pie. You could have an all-pie <laughs> meal by eating. Like, yeah. You could eat quiche in the bre- for breakfast. You could have deep dish pizza then for lunch and dinner. And you could have pie for dessert. You got, And you could have diabetes after that. But you would die young and beautiful. <laughs> and only the good die young. So also, um, if Wilford Brimley if has diabetes, beautiful. then it's good enough for me. Um, I also here's another yeah, thing. I, mean, I am I like. am a large fan. <laughs> He's gotta love deep dish. Wilford does. Um, yeah. Oh I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna because you could just imagine him just he, he, sticking his. He's just sticking his face straight into a deep dish pizza and just chowing down like a pig. There is you know, tomato just, sauce embedded in his mustache. In his mustache. You're never getting that tomato sauce it's Just out. orange grease <laughs> dripping all down his front. He's enjoying like, that deep dish pizza for the next three days. And you just you say, he's he's in there getting it done, and uh, and then you say his name, and, you, and there's just grease just <laughs> dripping off of his mustache. It is a sight to behold. Um, but one thing that I like, um, I always enjoy a good pizza that has the toppings tucked under the cheese. I like that. It's like a little mm. mystery, you know, it's like, Ooh, this is just a regular pizza. Wait a minute in, you know, strata underneath the cheese in archeological layers, we find pepperoni, ham, Cthulhu. and sausage. <laughs> we find the call of Cthulhu. Strong and wise. I've actually um, seen pizzas that have a whole nother pizza hidden underneath the first layer of pizza. It's, it's, deep, deep, deep in the mountains of meat sauce. NORAD pizzas. Exhibit pizzas. Yo, dog, I heard you like pizzas, so we put a pizza in your pizza so you can eat while you eat. Um, so Here's, Here is my... But, well, but Jordan, can, you haven't really weighed in that much. Uh... What you what know, is your opinion I love on this I love stuffed crust. You know, I love the idea that like I've seen I've seen pizzas that stuff a whole pizza in the crust in the stuffed <laughs> gonna, crust gonna, too. Like we're gonna take that one around cheese, for another go. They stuff <laughs> cheese pepperoni oh and all that stuff in the crust. So it becomes like a stromboli has, with pizza attached to it. A strom pizza? A strom pizza. Has anyone made a piece of pizza with pigs in a blanket for the crust? <laughs> Oh, has that happened? Just, has that happened? Oh gosh! Because if not, can we call that the ninjas versus to. pizza? Yes. <laughs> uh, hopefully, we'll 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 have a we'll have um, a cookbook, a baking demonstration. Are we gonna have a cookbook here soon? Um, but <laughs> yes, anyways, I, here here are ways to kill yourself with food. 
I want to give I want to give a shout out for as much as I do love the deep the deep dish. I, I also have a soft spot for the thin crust in that you can't really do brick oven pizzas with thick crust. You got to do the thin crust with the brick mm. oven. And man, uh, you get that wood fire true. taste and it's just mm-hmm. crispy and delicious and like I don't know, it's I'm, really good. I, you know what? I don't want to do I have to call you out. Is that true? You can do a you can do a deep dish in a brick oven. Oh man, no, the brick the bricks are too hot, man. They 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 torch the crust into crispy it's not deliciousness. Not even displacement. <sighs> I don't know. Can we is there a pizza expert Standing by. Can we, we phone can a just friend? Consult? Okay. <laughs> 50-50. Oh, shoot. Dang it. There were only uh, two options. Yes or no? Uh, well, <laughs> um, we got the 50-50. Now we just need to pull the audience, and that's not going to happen for another couple of weeks. So, uh, verdict, Although verdict I, adjourned. Although, I love it. I love it when people argue that they don't like our decisions on the Facebook page. <laughs> I would love to see more and more uh. of it. That is one of my favorite things. That is uh, true. If you don't like what you hear here, then then give us your opinion. Then give us your opinion. Take please, please continue to listen. Please continue to not enjoy what you're listening to and but just complain about it later. If you become opinionated enough, if you become opinionated enough and have actually good, funny opinions, hey, we might bring you on as a as a guest, and maybe we'll uh, we'll let you rehash some of the old arguments, and then we'll all gang up on you, and you'll lose and hate us even more. Yeah, I, it'll I be actually... a great experience for you and your self-esteem. <laughs> and for everybody uh, who always wanted to hear all of our arguments again, because I know that uh, so many people are just... We haven't heard enough. My, my dilemma is that it's, it's a problem of too much going on or not enough going on. Because with a thick crust, th- sometimes, you know, people get a little bit overboard. There's just too much going on. There's too much bread. There's too much, you know, toppings and all that stuff. I and mean, it's just, like, too much for you to handle. Sometimes they, like, slather all that butter on there. And that just messes with your digestive system. You're going to get a case of pizza butt. Whereas with the... Oh, Little Caesars. With the th- oh. with, Kevin, are you okay there? I probably shouldn't have... <laughs> Why'd you do a joke while I was drinking? That's not a good idea. <laughs> why uh, why are you drinking during this podcast? Um, whereas <laughs> with the thin crust pizza, you you run a risk of them just, you know, because it's the thinner crust, they just put less thought into it. Just kind of a little bit of crust, a little bit of sauce, a little bit of cheese, and that's all you get. That's true. I think it's probably – well, I think it's harder to do – Thick crust well, but when they do, oh baby, get get me that. Thick crust or thin crust? Thick crust. I think you know it, you can you can do thick or thin crust all day long. I think that's I think the margin of difficulty is a little. It's it's not such a steep learning curve on the thin crust. Because yeah, I gotta tell I don't you, know about that, you can get you can get a, a decent DiGiorno pizza for five bucks from your grocer. But I have never found a thin crust pizza in the frozen pizza section that was worth a damn. So I disagree on that that point. Jordan, mm. thanks for referencing uh, Gone with the Wind in our podcast. Oh, oh, wait, no, no, that was, Gone with the pizza. Gone with, gone the, pizza. with the pizza. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't ever buy frozen pizza because I can just get it by walking two blocks. 
Oh wow! Oh hey, I live in yeah, the I live on the island of Manhattan, and I have lots of access to pizza. I'm Kevin. Blah. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm kind of a big deal when it comes to pizza, so it's you know. I work with Peter Dinklage. Um, I worked with Peter Dinklage. I worked at the same place that Peter Dinklage worked at for a time. Real big actor, uh, figuratively speaking. Oh wow! Really? <laughs> <laughs> The littlest award winner that could. Uh, um, as a friend of Peter Dinklage, I can tell you he does not like those jokes. I will go ahead and lock myself into the thin crust. Whoa. Because... That was because way out of left field. I... As much as I talked about the thick crust, I have a lot of negative memories associated with like real upset stomachs after Pizza Hut runs. <laughs> Whereas with the thin crust, you know, you can watch your figure a little bit. You can fold it on over. And I do love that that right out of the oven flavor. A little, little bit of charcoal on there, which is super good. And You know, I'm going to side with Tyler on the thin crust because... Uh, you know, he brings up a great point. Uh, Montezuma has never wreaked vengeance upon me after eating a thin crust pizza. But <laughs> if I'm going thick crust, you know, there's a pretty decent likelihood that if I eat an entire pizza, I will I will suffer the consequences. Um, the next I, I, I don't think hours. Aztecs. I don't think Aztecs ever ate pizza. You're gonna have to come up with an Italian equivalent. Go do Machiavelli's revenge. Mussolini's uh, <laughs> upheaval. <laughs> Il Duce's dirty deucing. Um, so I will also go thin. Although, well, I, thick crust, I still love you. Please don't leave me. I, I love you too thick. Can't we just... me, well, me and Wolford Brimley are going going deep dish. Going, going mustache deep. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, in that deep dish. So, Sean, you, you heard it here first. Next time you need a pizza, uh, you can rely on the thin crust. You can take it and you can wrap it around yourself and just survive off of that, that sweet, sweet warmth. So up next, we have a uh, question from regular, regular listener and contributor, Kimmy Wenland. Thank you, Kimmy. <laughs> she is she always would like on. to know. I know, right? She would like to know, would you rather have... Invisible blocks of ice at your feet every time you want to sleep, or have every chair you sit in be red hot. I I think that's a that is a very easy question, um, because is it? Yeah, because mm. well, because to go to get to sleep, mm. you got to be cool anyway. You mm. can't be in a fiery uh, inferno. Uh, you can't have your feet encased in ice. That was not the question. Like, that's the... That was it's blocks of ice at your feet, not on your feet. Please, prepositions your, mean still, things. Word, words still, mean things. How, like, there's nothing worse than going to bed and, like, having a blanket that's just too small and so your toesies poke out at the end. But you can like, still have a blanket Like, I can understand needing a cold nose to go to sleep, but cold feet are the worst. You can still have a blanket over those ice blocks, though. You'll just wake up with really wet sheets. And really cold feet, like... That's not going to help yeah, but, that much in the greater oh, scheme of things. Wait, but but how about this? How about having a chair that's red hot every time you sit down? Hey, yeah, do you like sitting that down? Means you'd have not to anymore. Stand all day long. Yeah. Um. 
Do you have heated seats in your car? Because I do. I don't have red hot seats in my car. Yeah. We're talking, like, literally the seat would be red. Like, the the material that that seat is made of would have to have been so hot that it turned red. Oh, man. Third degree burns on your tukus. Which is is Yiddish for butt. And that's not what I want. It's it's really unappealing. (laughs) Oh, you see, gosh, that would be terrible. The thing is, but Almost you can sit. Heat aside, you can sit in a lot of things other than chairs. You can sit on rocks. You can sit on the floor. You can get a sweet beanbag. But I think I you think know, Kimmy was implying every any time sitting you go to activity. Sleep. Because well, uh, even okay, okay, uh, even if it says chair, even if it's only chairs. Um, you're not going to sit in a beanbag at work, because then you're going to look like a giant tool. Well, hold oh, on. Hey, <laughs> maybe if he works at some place like maybe Apple if or you're somewhere in a, like... Maybe if you're in a creatively stifling environment, you're not going to. Uh, I stand for credentialing, and that is valuable work. Um, Although, Peter Dinklage would just get lost in one of those. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Peter, <laughs> Sir Peter Dinklage, knighted by... Somebody? Peter, if you are somehow listening to back episodes of this uh, after we've made it the big time, we are sorry. Please be merciful. Please, I, I am eagerly awaiting Game of Thrones Season 2. Um, I Peter, love you, Peter. We, we could have been work buddies, and I am not standing behind anything that's being said right now. This You're is standing above everything. Nor that. I'm just... Just <laughs> keep a tally. I'm just not... I'm not digging any of it. I... Love you for you, but not in a weird way, because I'm sure you um, have a girlfriend, and that's cool. I don't, but that's I don't need one. I'm, I, <laughs> I need to save money. So, Peter, we're cool. But also, he's advertising. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like I value my sleeping time a lot more than my sitting time. See, but if you know what, how you sit on so much of the day. You yeah, sleep hold on. for eight hours, and you're not even conscious at that point. I have a, I have you're a, not going to be able to sleep, though, if your feet are free. Uh, hold on. I got a new wrinkle sleep. to this that you guys clearly have not thought of. Is it a wrinkle in time? A wrinkle in time. Yes. Ah, say, we've nice. both made the same terrible joke. Yes. Um, you guys are thinking, oh, man, I got ice on my feet. My feet are going to be cold. You're forgetting the fact that, oh, man, I have ice on my feet. I can skate everywhere. Think how fast you're asleep. Yeah, you're asleep. You're asleep. You you're asleep. Yeah, no, it's, it's no. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna sleepwalk, and that's gonna be downright dangerous. Yeah, you're gonna zoom down those stairs and bash your you, brain. You could turn into that that uh, you know age old mystery book of how did this guy hang himself? There's he's hanging, but there's a puddle of water underneath him. How did that happen? Well, the <laughs> the answer is he stood on an ice block, and if you sleepwalk. That's going to happen to you. There's no doubt about it. You're accidentally going to hang mm-hmm. yourself. And then five, fifth graders are going to be why, like, Why do you guys have this. nooses hanging from like all all areas of your ceiling so that you can uh, accidentally walk into they're, them? They're traps for burglars. It's an aesthetic. That's true. Movie. You are lost in New York, Kevin. So <laughs> yeah. you, you need to to keep an eye out for Mark Kevin is Harry. Kevin is ready for a Home Alone situation at any time. That's right. I have that, and I got all my paint cans hung up, and a, t- a tool chest, and some propane. And be careful around Kevin's that toilet. toilet is, is full of gasoline. Constantly filled with propane. 
Uh, Although it does stifle the smell by creating a much worse smell. So I, I don't. I, I, I just think that. I think even despite the the chance that you're going to hang yourself in your sleep, which is a possibility, I, you you sit so much in chairs, and it's not like you're not going to bring a beanbag with you everywhere you go to sit down. Like you would have to have custom seating arrangements everywhere. Oh, did you want to go see a movie? Too bad. You're going to have to stand for that. You're going to have to stand for two and a half hours of, you know, Warhorse or whatever. Also, you know, eventually your feet would just get numb. It might get frostbite. So it's like you wouldn't feel it anyways. Well, you well, you could put slippers on. You're going to have to cut your feet off. You could. I don't Ooh. see what you could still put slippers on. I love some slippers. Yeah, I have some yeah, also, I mean, slippers that are the 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 light of my life. I live in Erie. I'm walking around on ice 24 seven already. So it's like, I mean, this doesn't sound like that big a deal to me. Not to mention, if you did the mm. ice scenario, you could constantly be saying that I'm cold as ice and willing to sacrifice your love. Also, you can start using the excuse I had cold feet uh, more literally. Hey. I had cold feet, so I literally couldn't walk anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I had to stay put. Uh, although, I had to stay, I but I didn't go because I, I got, got cold, cold feet. feet. Um, Tried to warm them up. Point for sitting down in red hot lava every time. Not a big point, but still a point. You could say every time you sat down that you were hot-blooded. Check it and see. You've got a fever of 100. Hold on, hold on. What about, <laughs> what if you're sitting on that, that hot lava chair? And you got flatulence. Is there an explosive uh, aspect to this that? I, could, I think the answer arise? is obviously yes. That sounds yeah, dangerous. Like, what if we rough. have? What if Rupert Grant shows up here and magically <laughs> transforms us into Thunderpants? And I, I forget where I'm at. And I take a seat. And I, I accidentally let one rip. And I, man, is that the cause? Fly of, into the hold on, is this the cause of spontaneous combustion? Did we just discover? How spontaneous combustion happens. People chose this scenario very unwisely and <laughs> just yeah, all throughout up the and ash. Yeah, if you no, if you look into cases of spontaneous combustion, they all occur when the person was about to sit down or sitting already. After listening never, to this show. Never standing. It never happens that way. Well, I think the answer is clear then. Uh Jordan? Uh, ice to see you. I will go with uh, ice feet. Uh, Tyler, I think K-Dog. I think the answer is crystal clear. Ice Ooh. crystals, to be exact. And I'm gonna oh, go with ice. Oh wow! Oh man, this this is this is new territory for me. Being the icebreaker. That's right. <laughs> well, are you Gosh. gonna break the ice? <laughs> um. Do you dare? Uh, do you have an ice pick? You know, no ice I pick for you. I hope you don't enjoy sitting down. It's much, much easier to uh, defend yourself against the cold than it is to beat the heat. And I don't want to be every time I sit down for like a job interview or something, I'm just sweating bullets. Oh, that's That'd a good be awful. point. I had a hard enough time getting up the stairs already. <laughs> so, Job interview, that's a good point. Because then they're just going to think you're super Kimmy. nervous. And that you also Kim. have a lot of robberies to hide. It's true. Think about it. You uh, you shouldn't have take you shouldn't have taken that pen, Biff. Oh, nobody nobody takes a guy seriously who whistles on the elevator and farts in chairs and blows him up. 
Biff, that was a nice Simonizing job, but now you ruined it, Biff. Um, so Kimmy, go ahead and stick with that that uh, icy. Just chill out. Bedtime. Just chill just, out. Yeah, just just learn learn to treat your feet right. Go with the ice pick. Cozy. If you would like to contact us and send any questions into the show. Uh, you can get a hold of us on our formspring, formspring.me slash ninjas versus podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast, where we'll also be posting extra funny tidbits having to do with the show, behind the scenes things. And it's a great place for you to, uh, you know, join in on the discussion. Let's, uh, let's get some Socrates type, uh, learning going on down here. It's so great. So let's, let's, yeah, let's work it out so many crates tyler finally made kevin and i admins so you know yeah it will, it will uh, be just him after talking. after 11 weeks of them <laughs> saying that they would just rather not have the responsibility well i thought i'd have so to can... sign into an account to do it that <laughs> that would have been annoying but well i was just thinking of the fact that with great power comes great responsibility and and so Kevin has already Kevin's had to resist the urge to change our profile picture into some no, ungainly. I know I was I was just gonna put a bunch of random stuff on our likes, like Lionel Richie, and uh, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm fine with that as long as it's nothing creepy and stuff. Uh, so like like you can also... I like we like do drops here at Ninjas versus Podcast. <laughs> I say that's fairly accurate. Who doesn't? Uh, you can also get a hold of us on Twitter. Uh, Ninjas vs. Podcast, where you can tweet with the NVP hashtag. Uh, thank yous for this episode. We would like to thank new listener Murph Murphy, who uh, was absolutely in love with uh, Jordan's MP3 pun that he made last episode. If you haven't listened to that episode, go do it. Murph, thank you so much. I think I speak for everyone here on the show when we say that we've heard a lot of names and yours is clearly clearly the best although i'm gonna go ahead and lock in that the guy that said that i was the best is the official fan my my favorite yeah um hey hey listeners thanks for saying that jordan and kevin are the best oh wait that didn't happen oh yeah what was what was that guy's name i can't remember doing that thing Uh, yeah sam Sam oh yeah sam Sam axelrod it's uh it's a cool name sam axford your name is awesome and you're also my favorite fan of any Sam axe shaped guitar, you're pretty great. San, also, Sam, I'd like to personally, I am a fan of. I would well. like to personally thank Zach Bailey, who has been staunchly sending questions to our show, but just uh, he is a victim of circumstance. He sent a question uh, that involved Batman, and then we had answered <sighs> the Batman versus Superman question. He sent a question having to do with James Bond, and then we had just answered before the oh, James Bond versus, versus Robin. Robin Hood. So I'm I'm so sorry, Zach. We appreciate your patronage. Keep sending those questions, and we're just the worst human beings here. That's true. Um, well, I'd also like... To, <laughs> I, that's why nobody says that I'm their favorite part of the show. Except your mom. Um, <laughs> Except for mama. Uh, mama. Ooh, mama. 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 Ooh, mama. Um, and I would also like to thank Jillian Otterson, who said via Twitter, going to take this one week at a time. That way I won't want to kill myself. Hashtag MVP. Hashtag won't back down. Man. Well, <laughs> so- see, it's just, you know, 
<laughs> we we have that uplifting that uplifting quality that you know well, I'm pretty sure this show could be used uh, by therapists as a cure for depression probably. Julie, you just got to take it one episode at a time. Is her is her name Julie? Is that what it was? Julie, Jillian, 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 Jillian. If you're an otter, that's an awesome last name. Jillian what if she's half otter? Ot- Otterson. Um, oh yeah. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Um, that would be probably the first thing I would do to not be uh, depressed is just to become an otter because they seem like they have a good second time. thing to do is just date Kevin. Uh, speaking of love, hey, why not? Our next. Our next episode, um, I think it's, no, it's not. We will be taking uh, for next week questions for our Valentine's episode. Yeah, start, start submitting them now. Very soon. So. We have one Valentine's Day question already, but we would love any types of Valentine's, love, love romance, also uh, questions, more themed questions. Also questions about the Valentine's Day massacre. We will accept that as well. We will if hey if you wanna if you wanna take us down that road there's nothing we can do about it we're just gonna let Jesus take the wheel so send any questions that you have uh, about Valentine's Day our way and thank you to Eric Tribio and Animal Tropical for our intro or our outro and intro songs respectively with all that our final question of the podcast and that is keeping with our ninjas versus podcast theme ninja versus swamp thing go um ninjas because they eat sushi which are made of swamp things <laughs> um i'm gonna go with ninjas because i feel like swamp things don't really have a you know they just come out of the swamp they don't really have much form or shape to them they're just kind of muddy i mean it's just although the ninjas are very, very conscious of getting mud on their, their dark black clothes. So I'll switch to Swamp Things. <laughs> wow, that was the quickest I, switch of oops. I will go ahead and say ninjas because ninjas can scale walls as well as use bamboo reed scuba straws, whereas Swamp Things are confined to swamps and sometimes moats. So... <laughs> There you have it. Thank you for listening. As ever, my name's Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time... Don't look down on Peter Dinklage. I don't. I don't support. I think think this is a great moment to end the show. Thanks for coming, everybody. I don't support that at all. Gonna have a summer party. And scene. Where we dance out in the sun We're gonna bounce and shake our bodies And we'll be dead when we're all done Tired from all the fun and games We'll hit the ground Let the grass scratch up our legs Stuck in the ultraviolet bliss And they have they have two different goblins. They have the green goblin, the hobgoblin. They have uh, they have venom. They have carnage. No, that's just, see, is they're all like one word? Uh, no. 
it's like the least amount of effort they could they could possibly put into it. They did. Like, yeah, oh, but there's shoot. It's it's Friday at four p.m. and we have got to get to happy hour. Um, carnage. I don't know. That's a word. <laughs> venom. That's a, like a bad thing, right? Like you don't want venom in you. So just put. Yeah, I don't care. Put hop. Put him on a skateboard. Give him a pumpkin head. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It's Halloween. <laughs>